know. I don't. I don't like. To, I, I don't know why, but I don't like doing it. I don't like virtual baby showers and virtual birthday parties. I just don't like it. And I haven't participated in any of them yet. Besides this. So, what would be like your alternative to like people who are trying to celebrate amongst you know great groups during this time? What would I do? Is what you're asking me. I guess. Or what option can you offer people that are you know? Using well, the I'm not. I'm not gonna knock anybody that does it. Because if you like doing it, that's you. That's that's fine. If you if you like doing it. But me personally, if I can't celebrate my birthday this year, I'm just letting it go. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Just, what if your friends plan a like a Zoom thing for you? You're gonna. Have I, pro I probably won't show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna let them celebrate by themselves. Yeah, like have fun in my party. But. That's that's weird. I actually, um, me and my friends, we actually have been having like um, scheduled Zoom meets every Thursday, um, and we kind of collectively and Geraldine kind of creates a schedule for us, um, and it's actually been really really fun. I hope that when quarantine is over, we still do it. It's like so fun. It's like having girls' night, but you know, opposed to actually physically meeting up. Right. But I feel like it's much more intimate than us going out has ever been. It's really weird. Like we have so much fun. We talk um, the ideas that we've come up with, because I feel like when we go out, it's mostly like to drink, eat or go to a party. But like we think of other ways like, you know, Bible study, um, game night, cooking, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really fun. Yeah, I noticed you guys have been doing that. And with that being said, I just want to apologize for saying you guys can't cook. I'm not a punk or anything. I'm not scared of y'all. I just, you know, I just don't want y'all to come for me anymore. I can't take it. It's, it's intense. Well, that's not a fact. So I don't think it hurt anybody's feelings at all. Yeah, so why is it, why did everybody come for me like it did? Like, damn. When did you say that? You said that, what, in the live? Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember. But and it was just all backfired from that. God. You do like to run your mouth a little bit. Um, anyways, welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. I'm your host, Jernique. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. Happy Monday. Um, happy Haitian Flag Day, right? No, it's tomorrow. It's Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Woo! how> do you, <laughs> how do you feel about um, Haitian Flag Day? What does it mean to you? Asian Flag Day is big. I mean, the one thing that happens within the Haitian community, well, it used to happen a, a long time ago, but back in high school, there were so many people that weren't proud to say they were Haitian. Mm -hmm. And even though that was the case, it's good to know that they are proud now. Yeah. Because people people from Haiti and even, even you know, a lot of Caribbean islands and, and African uh, countries, they struggle, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I wouldn't know as much as any other culture, but I know as far as Haiti, there is a struggle and we're always proud. You know what I mean, if you go to Haiti, you'll see people living their life like they're not poor, like they have, they know they're not rich, but you know, they're, they're, they're rich with life. And that's pretty much what it means to me at least. So it's a big thing. And you know, though there are people that are probably still scared to you know show, show their pride but there's no need to be scared you know I think that's awesome i think it's um it's something that i've always admired about you guys's culture is how 
Um, and I think more cultures are just becoming, like you said, more prideful um, now, more recently than before. But I love how much pride y'all take, um, no matter the age, um, how much pride y'all take in um, y'all culture and yeah. um, things that relate to y'all culture. That's pretty awesome. I feel like Africa is so big and like um, a lot of the countries are very um, disproportionate. So, like, um, for example, like, Cameroon and Nigeria, like, land-wise, they're, like, the same size, but Nigeria has, like, 22 million people in it, <laughs> and Cameroon doesn't even have half of that as its population. So, like, it's hard to, like, get different cultures to, like, you know, mix all together, and I feel like, personally, the Cameroonian culture um, for youngins like myself, it's not as big in America as in, my, I mean, not in America, in New Jersey, as it is in like other states, like maybe Maryland or DC. Um, so I really admire, I admire y'all. You know, I have a question though. Are you one of those Africans that, well, I know Cameroon is, well, it is, it is Western Africa, but are you one of those Africans that have something Central Africa, but we claim Western Africa, but don't let my aunt hear you because she'll tell you it's not West Africa. So isn't Nigeria, Nigeria is West Africa, right? Yes, Nigeria is West Africa. So are, are you uh, Cameroonians? Do you guys have that little, what's that word? Well, you guys have something against Nigerians? No, like not Cameroon actually shares a border with Nigeria and right. in the past there were actually parts of Cameroon that belonged to Nigeria, if that makes any sense, that chose to stay with Cameroon. Um, so I don't feel like we have, there's like, it's like a lot of Nigerians are mixed like Cameroonians. Um, a lot of Cameroonians go to Nigeria to go to school. So I feel like the relationship between the two countries is pretty amicable. Like, I don't think there's like a beef there. I mean, the friendly competition, yes, but yeah, nothing serious. I have a friend that's Kenyan, and she said she does not like Nigerians or Western Africans. I feel like um, I feel like Nigeria gets a bad rap, <laughs> like when it comes to like scamming and like um, you know, just being boisterous. They're like a very proud people too, so I feel like they get like a bad rap. But I don't know. I really never met. I love Nigerian culture too, the same way I love. Haitian culture for the same reasons, like y'all sticking together and having so much pride. I love Nigerians for the same reason. I wish the Cameroonian culture in New Jersey was like big and like intense. I feel like it's more of an African melting pot in New Jersey. If you African, we family, but it's not like specifically Cameroonian. So last question I want to ask you, and I want you to answer wisely and clearly and honestly, all that, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you prefer Haitian rice or do you guys eat jollof? Yes, jollof rice. Yes. I, I love um, jollof rice. If I had to pick one, I would pick jollof rice over. Oh. And I don't like, um, the only Haitian rice I like or West Indian rice that I like is um, black rice, like Haitian black rice. I do not eat rice and peas. I hate it. Me too. I, I absolutely hate it. And I think like, I'm pretty sure the Haitian rice and peas doesn't take or rice and beans whatever you call it um doesn't taste as bad but i hate guyanese my brother shout out to anthony is guyanese and i hate guyanese rice and peas i do not like it and 
since then, since I was five years old, I do not eat it anymore. I had I went to an African wedding once, and you, I didn't know this at the time. But you know when you have pan and you got to put the um, pan over a water of another pan with under the, and then the sternum goes underneath so you can prevent the oh, burnt yeah. taste. Yeah. All right, so there was jollof there and had the burnt taste, and I thought that's how jollof tasted. So I was like, oh, my God, African food is disgusting. That's the only time I had it. So I never had it since then, so I should give it a try. But, like, a lot of people um, make African food different. I mean, jollof rice differently. Like, you know, there's, like, the battle between Nigerian jollof and um, Ghanaian jollof. I like not if you I like Nigerian jollof, but my favorite is my mother's. Like I don't know, nobody really makes jollof like my mother's, and mine is pretty good. I'm like right behind my mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna try my hardest this episode to not yell, cause like I feel like <laughs> I don't know if you notice I have my undertone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really trying to force it because I feel like my do I have a baritone? Not really. Does everybody have a baritone? Or is that a male thing? It's it's a male thing. Damn. Well whatever. Just, you, just, you, just, you just have a projection of your voice. Yeah, but the, the but the projection of my voice can be really overbearing and very annoying. And sometimes it even comes off like I'm whining. And <laughs> I never wanted to seem like that, so I'm trying to calm down. Um, anyway, though, how have you been in this week 95 of quarantine? Man, I'm living, bro. I'm good. I got no problems over here. Meaning you, you love solitude. I love this. I feel like this is the break that we've all been asking for. Even though it kind of sucks, you know, you can't really do all the things that you're used to doing. But for the most part, most people are just living their life anyways and i'm at home chilling getting paid you know that do government you, sweet do you have um like a schedule like an at-home schedule nope really so how do you make sure that you are productive every day um, or is that your goal to be productive every day for the most part you know I, youtube has taught me a lot of things throughout this era i've learned a lot of things and stuff that, I, stuff that I could do with my hands. Okay. Uh, things that I was, a lot of research has been done. That's for one. And you know, the supermarket has become a very, <laughs> very familiar place for me. I know the supermarket like the back of my hand now. Like, I might as well work there. Like, you want to know where sugar is? I'll tell you it's in aisle 13. <laughs> the supermarket is the new club. Yeah. It's the new club. Like when you need a change of scenery, you want to go get out, get cute, you know, not be in your underwear all day, head to the supermarket. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah. I make a schedule for myself. Well, I have a schedule for myself that I don't necessarily follow, um, but it kind of provides some guidelines. But I do write like a daily to-do list. And today I am on point. Like I'm so proud of myself. Like I would hope you have a schedule because you're still working. Yeah, but um, I mean a schedule like even for the weekends or even after I get off work because I get off work at three and I would hate for like my day to just end there because, oh, I'm off of work. Um, so so I what does your schedule consist of? Um, praise and worship and meditation has been like a part of my daily life now. Um, and I feel like it always was, but I'm like actually 
setting a timer and making sure I stay in the presence, you know, for a designated amount of time, um, making sure I read, making sure I, um, I stay on top of my work stuff because it's easy. Although I'm working from home, there's a, a level of comfort that will allow me to slack right now. So I'm trying to like stay up on top of things um, instead of like just being like doing things last minute because I'm at home and I have the freedom to. So that's about it. And trying to, I'm trying to watch good movies because you know what? I'm the type of person I'll stay on YouTube and Instagram all day before I watch a movie. And I hate that. Like, so like, I want to make sure I watch some type of good content. It's it just, you know, with movies, the thing is like, you can get into a movie, well not get into it, but like you can start watching a movie and you want to see if it starts to get good at any point. And where it's like with Instagram or Facebook or uh, YouTube, you can just kind of tell, it's, it's quick. You can just, you're over it and you move on right. to the next. Right. So it's a little different. You can pick the vibes um, on social media and YouTube much quicker. Absolutely. Um, but I feel like, I feel like it's YouTube and Instagram that are making us less, um, like are killing our attention span. Like we won't even wait till like the plot develops. It's like, if the movie's not hitting in the first 10 minutes, ah, this is trash. Yeah. 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 That's it. But yo, YouTube is such a powerful tool. It is. It is, it is amazing. It just, it can take you anywhere you want to go. It can bring back memories. It can bring you knowledge. It can just, it can do everything, man. Like, for instance, um, as far as carpentry, I never knew that there's a certain way to measure corners of a wall to cut to cut a baseboard, if, if you even know what I'm talking about. Is baseboard like the, like the border? It's the, it's the bottom border of the wall. Right, okay. So, like, initially, I just thought that every corner was just 45 degrees exact, but it could be less to make corners fit perfectly. And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't know that. So you feel like it, it's helped you tremendously. I, I, am, I am growing a brain right now. That's awesome. Um, you're speaking about YouTube, and you said, like, how it could, like, take you back into time. And, like, one thing that I'm thinking about is um, the verses. Like, mm -hmm. um these battles that Instagram now does with all of our favorite artists from either current or the past, they're really good. Yeah. Um, you've never seen any, right? Yeah, I just don't watch them. Not one? You need to watch one. You no. didn't see Teddy Riley and Babyface? I did not see it. Man, so last night there was Ludacris and Nelly, and I find that after these battles, sometimes I like go back on YouTube and I watch all the videos from like when I was a kid. But their battle was really good. It's just that Nelly was a little too drunk for me. He was extremely drunk and he was smoking. He was he was just doing a lot. Like, um, and he he definitely I don't know who won though. I guess Luda won because Nelly also had the Teddy Riley Wi-Fi. I was I was told it was ludicrous because Ludacris was on a lot more features and stuff, and then the whole uh, connection thing. So that helped him win, but um, I just, I don't know. I, I think I was telling you earlier, I just can't get into it, man. I just don't, I don't know why. I just like, I could be doing something else. You're right. It does take a lot of time, because like, 
The one last night started at seven o'clock, even though it didn't really start at seven, but I try to get in because I don't want to get locked out like um, for some of the other ones. Anyway, it started at seven and it did not end till, 11, till 10, 10 something. But you know what? I am glad that there these people are doing it because there are people that do appreciate it because you're sitting at home and you're just not doing anything at night and it could just, it could do something for you. Right. And for the youngins who don't know, like what music was like, like a lot of these artists to me that are doing these verses now, they're not like, they're not um, popular streaming artists per se, but they sold a million physical copies. And I think that's something the generations um, of today need to like acknowledge. Like they were selling, they weren't selling a button or a click play. They were, right, right, right. people had to go and get that stuff anyway though so when outside opens for real for real for real like government oh my god guys what's the first thing you want to go do Whew, i want to go to roost chris really yes do i want to go on a date to, oh you want to go on a date i want to um, go on a date to roost chris what's your favorite thing to eat there everything there is good so i can't really even but there's a shrimp there's appetizer shrimp it's like this uh it's almost like the it's like a firecracker shrimp. I think that's what it's called. Mm. This shit is amazing. Really? I don't think I've ever had that. But they they do have good food. I like their their steak is good, but I really like their stuffed chicken. Really? Yo, that stuffed chicken will will make you happy. I've had it because I, I was never a big fan of steak in the past. So I've had it, but once I became uh, became a fan of steak, you know, um, stuffed chicken, I just got over it. I, I think the stuffed chicken is a bit better than the steak. Well, but yeah, like health-wise, yeah. No, taste-wise. <laughs> nah. It's really classy. So you want to go to Ruth Chris and go on a date? That's, that's um, where I want to go. You, why don't you want to go to Friday's? <laughs> why are you trying to why are you trying to go there yo let's not try to get the people i'm I don't just asking go. i thought fridays was your favorite place you talking you talking a new language ruth chris ruth chris i, I want to go knew what that place was i mean fridays yeah or after ruth chris the weekend after maybe i could do fridays <laughs> okay. we but, still uh, have to take somebody to fridays i hope like i hope we still can I hope you. I wish you didn't say that though, because I was trying to get out of that. Damn, that's how you feel. It was just a little, just a little joke. It's a little joke. I got you. You know, my spell sticks on me. <laughs> um, that's about the only thing you could get um at Fridays or uh, or a good burger. Where do you, Where do you want to go? I really want to get a massage. Like that's probably one of the first things I want to get done like i'm not rushing to do anything else but i really want to massage because my back is always hurting like it's like an off and on thing with my back some days it hurts some days it doesn't i have horrible posture so i need a really good massage you know i was thinking when when it does open back up there are lines right now for certain places but the barber shops are going to have lines and we have people standing outside the doors waiting to get their haircuts. 
a lot of you guys, man, this is this is why you should just take the time to learn and groom yourselves a little bit. I know you you don't want to mess anything up, but something you just want to groom yourself a little bit if you do have places to go, if you do have to go to work, and you just can't go to, to the barbershop. I mean, you can't go to work looking scruffy because the barbershop's not open, so you should know how to groom yourself a little bit. Grooming yourself is a difficult process. Like, as for women, for men, it can be hard. You don't want to cut yourself. Um, you know, some people rely on a specific type of equipment in order to not damage their skin. Um, it's, it's difficult out here. So I said you should know how to. There's this thing that you put it up against your face, and then you could uh, do your shape up, and then it'll get a decent shape up out of it. It's like this little plastic thing. I think they started on Shark Tank or whatever. There's things like that. You don't necessarily have to shape yourself up. But if you're one of those people that don't normally keep a big fuzzy beard, you should know the basics of trimming it down with a trimmer. You don't necessarily need a sharp, you know, edge line and shit. Right, right. Do you, you don't go to a barber, do you? I have no need. I'm bald. I know, but what about for your beard? My beard, I, I, I try. I don't go to a barber for that because I feel like they'll do just maybe a little bit better than I do. Do you, like, do you go to a barber for special occasions, though? Like, if you're in a wedding or something? The last time I went to the barber was for a wedding in 2017. Shout out to my man, Gino. You know, had me looking handsome as usual. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that was the last time I went to the barbershop, man. Okay. I wanted to see... I wanted to see if uh, it would be much of a difference. And no offense to Gino, it's just, it wasn't much of a difference. Like, I was like, I might as well just do it myself. Way to toot your own horn. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying, like, I can save the money. Okay, that's smart, you know. Because, like, you know, giving, you know, paying $20, $25, I'd rather just save the money for, like, an okay job where no, nobody's going to look at me and be like, oh, this shit's fucked up. Right. <laughs> if, I, if I do go to barbershop, I think, oh, you shit's tight, but no one's going to look at me and say, you shit's fucked up. Right. Why not just, I'll stay mediocre. If you're like me, I want to know, like, have you been noticing that all of a sudden people are getting haircuts a lot more now? People are having parties. People are living their best lives. And I just want to know, did I miss an announcement? They take, they took the soft opening as an opening because you see people without their masks you see people without anything did not i went to home depot um and <laughs> there was you know the six feet apart rule is just it's just voided now I, I looked behind me and this dude was right there i'm like yo back up yeah like but i feel i find like in elizabeth nobody has ever um respected the six foot rule like every time i'm in the farmer's market like somebody is right up up behind me and I'm just like, hey yo, like you gotta move. Like, um, but yeah, I don't know what's going on outside. Yeah. If you if you go through the hood, you'll see all the guys in their motorcycles and stuff and they're just yes. they're just they're just right next to each other. And then they're sharing their blunts. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what's what's happening and what like are people not scared? I would say no. I, I think people aren't taking it as serious as some should. But what, like, what do you think the blame is for that? Who's to blame? The government or us just being stubborn? What's going on? 
It's, it's us being stubborn. It's us being stubborn. Mm. I'm Some just, people just find it ridiculous that we are just quarantined for this long. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I don't really, I don't know. There's no desire to like, I, I just don't, I will never understand what is out there that you need so bad to where staying in your house is so problematic. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die if I don't share a blunt with my friends or. Um, well, right now it's really tough though because the, the weather is getting a lot nicer. Right. So it's really hard to stay in your house, especially if you don't have any kind of like good air conditioning or whatever. Good yeah. fresh air, is it'll do it for you. Yeah, I actually, it's funny that you were talking about people with masks because I went on a walk today and I had to take my mask off for like half of the walk. But that's because I sweat tremendously under the mask. And, right. it, and sometimes I feel like when you're exercising, my breathing is not as controlled as I would want it. So I'd be like feeling like I'm going to pass out if I keep the mask, you know, completely on the whole time. So you're one of the offenders. I am one of the offenders, <laughs> but I try to keep it on for most of the time, but sometimes I just be needing to breathe, yo. But there were a lot of people. I walked to the park today, and when I tell you it was cookout season, it was a hundred cars outside, like, it was crazy. The park was really crazy. My neighbors, they were doing, a, um, there was like six of them. They were outside, and they were having a dance party. They were doing, a, um, Cupid's Shuffle and uh, The Wobble. They're doing all that shit. They were lit. They were outside. And it was like, <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like, all right, well, it is what it is. Yeah, it's really weird. But I just sense that the gatherings, the at-home gatherings are getting much bigger. And um, like people are just starting to forget about the rules. There are people still flying down to Miami for for um the Asian flag festivities. Is there anything going on though? I'm sure they're finding stuff. Cause, cause isn't Florida open? It might be. I don't know, but it might be. I don't be. know either, but I think I it is. Texas though. is open. What is? Texas is open. Cause my mom is in Texas now with my sister and they're pretty much open. Wow. Yep. Um, I don't know, like they have much more land space than we do though. So I feel like the numbers haven't been as horrible because actually my mom coming from New Jersey, going to Texas, she was forced to quarantine again, like going there. And it's because she's coming from a hotspot. It's right. only like six, I think six states or seven states that are considered hotspots. And we're one of them. Um, but that's why we need to create the vibes, you know, and have these lives so that we can keep people in the house and on their phone. Right? I just, it, might just, it might just be making people want to go outside. Like, damn, I want to go outside. As soon as Geraldine told me Friday was going to be 84 degrees, I was like, we have to do a live because everybody will be hot and... People will want something to do, so we might as well do something nice on the gram. Look at you thinking. But um, I don't know how that went. I don't know if men and women will ever come to an agreement, because I feel like we didn't come to an agreement in that. No, moment. no, we didn't. 
I just don't understand why we don't understand each other. We do understand each other, but we don't. We understand each other if we want to, pretty much. There's certain standards. There's certain way men think and certain ways women think. And then you can definitely change the way you think. I, personally, I personally think that you men are more, um, you're more, <laughs> damn, I can't think of the word. You're more childish. No, not childish, but y'all would rather um, stick to bro code than be honest. Like, and that's what I can't stand in, in your advice, in your statements, in how you uh, present your opinions. Y'all would much rather stick to bro code than keep it real and speak about your experiences and being hurt. To me, that's why it was so awesome when Kevin came in and told us that, you know, he had been hurt and Shorty broke up with him. Because shout out to Kevin, man. Yeah, shout out to Kevin. Um, but um, it was so crazy. Like, I feel like a lot of you guys won't be that vulnerable. You'll be like, ah, eh, that shit ain't work out. Like, instead of just being real. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just have it in the back of your head. Like, I don't want this girl. Because say if she's listening or she's, she's watching or whatever. And then she was the one that broke up with Kevin. And there's like, there's probably a slim chance that she wasn't watching or listening, whatever the case may be. But say if she is or has a friend, and then it's like, oh, Kevin still be thinking about you because he was on the This Is 30 podcast talking about how he's heartbroken. And so whatever he is or whatever the case may be. And it's like, dude, sometimes there's a pride thing in it. So this just proves. What happened? This just proves. What's happening? I don't know. Do you hear that? <laughs> I feel like I'm in Star Wars. <laughs> Aliens, bro. I feel like Dark Vader is in our conversation and he wants to get something um across. Anyway, but what I was trying to say is uh I feel like women are more honest than men when it comes to things like that. And that just proves that you guys absolutely operate off of ego. God forbid she think that you were thinking about her. It's just naturally, though, that women share their emotions. It's just natural. I, and I, I think that you guys assume that when we share our emotions, that means that we care. And it doesn't. It just means that we, I feel like we prefer to be honest. Like that's your way of venting or letting it out is what you're saying? Right. I don't like holding any emotions. And I, I think that communication should be honest and therapeutic. So we'll never get anywhere. You know, that's why Gene is so esteemed by the This Is 30 audience, because he's very honest. And I know that's not something you like to hear. I can see it on your face. <laughs> but um, it's because he's honest. That's good. I mean, that's good. But I'm just saying, like, maybe some people just don't, some men just don't find comfort in letting out their emotions and stuff. Men don't find comfort in being honest. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something, though. This is, I understand this is a podcast, and we're here to 
we're here to entertain, we're here to share things. But you've seen, we've had conversations where I've shared my thoughts with you. Say that one more time because uh, your your computer glitched. My bad. Um, I said I understand that this is a this is a podcast, and you know, we're here to talk, we're here to entertain, and all that stuff. But you and I have had conversations where I've shared things with you, where I will share what I was thinking, right? Mm-hmm. But me personally, what if I just don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking? So the public platform is the place where you have an issue. You might as well say that. See, I get that. And I think like, I feel like there's an art to, but I like, I think there's an art to being honest and being private at the same time. And you just got to learn it because what comes off is you um, supporting something or supporting a culture that you don't really subscribe to in real life. (laughs) Like that comes across sometimes when I believe like, men try to be, I don't know. I think it's okay. I feel like nobody knows about anything I'm going through, even though I'm honest on this show. Like, what are you, what are you honest about, Journey? Maybe y'all might ask, who hurt her? <laughs> That's probably the only question I feel like people could ask sometimes, not all the time, but nobody really knows my business either. And I feel like I don't have to like, you know, tell a joke instead of being vulnerable uh like men do um and i don't have to like yeah i don't have to uh deflect instead of being honest i could just you know say what i want to say and work my way around it well that's good but unfortunately it's not going that way we're gonna teach y'all though with every live with every conversation we're gonna teach y'all how to be look at my hair we're gonna teach y'all how to be vulnerable what do you think our next live should be about I think our next live should be about dun, 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 sex. Hmm. Okay. That's much. Sex that's more. Um, that's more. Hmm. That's more vague than what you told me before. Do you, do you know? I'll, I'll get. I'll get to it. I'll be. I'll be transparent. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> don't. Don't. Not yet. What do you mean? What can you think of something else and something healthy, like a healthy conversation we can have about sex instead of the one that you want to always have? <laughs> something healthy? Yes, as adults. Um, let's, you know, you know, we could talk about. You know, you know, we could talk about. We could talk about pleasure. Hmm. Because I feel like women think that there are a lot of men who don't know about pleasure okay am i right am i wrong i don't i I wouldn't say that person personally i think that men know about pleasure so for instance um maybe i'm just giving away too much but you know how there are times where i saw this thing where it said like um if a woman tells you don't stop or something like that, and then you start to do something different, like you just messed it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So things of that nature. But I feel so, like that's a personal thing. I don't think that's a gender thing. I just feel like some people are selfish 
Um, and it could be men or women. I don't think that's gender specific. Um, and I feel like you learn as you go. And um, if you subscribe to like, you know, a plethora of people, unfortunately, you have to learn new things with each person. Um, so that can also be complicated because what works in the pleasure department with one person might not want work with the next person. And you have to relearn that whole process. And it may be, I guess it can be awkward. Um, and it could even seem like you don't know what you're doing, but it's just because you might've been used to that working in your past. Wasn't there a brief, I might be a little off topic. Wasn't there a brief moment in the live where we did speak about laying up with someone that you're not sure if you would have kids with? Ooh. No, I, I, we didn't, but I think I'm sorry. I don't think we did, but I really like that topic. I could have sworn we do. And I want to know what are the reasons? Like there was, there was talks about like, Oh, she's good enough to fuck, but she's not good enough to date. There was, there were talks like that, right? Yes, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but the reality is sometimes a lot of times there ends up sex ends up happening and it's like why'd you do it so let me ask you a question and let's see if you will be vulnerable today let's see if you will break the cycle james boney Ooh, i'll be a leader i'm gonna be a leader do you think or do you lay down with people you would never dare have children with bro cold baby <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's horrible. <laughs> Bro code. Um, no, on a serious note, I mean, I have. Shit. You have. Okay, we're, this is the This Is 30 podcast. Now that you are okay. older and wiser, do you see yourself doing that now and in the future? It's less likely to happen now. Okay. Like, I like very, that. very, very less likely to happen. Because reality is, I, I am well over 30. I'm going to be 34 this year. Mm-hmm. But um, that right now, I'm not really thinking about like, who's the next chick I want to bang like I was thinking when I was in my 20s. Right, right. So, That's a beautiful thing. And I feel like that answer is very, or the question I'm asking is very specific to being 30 and up. I think that after 30, like, I think any time in your life, you know, me, I think any time in your life, you shouldn't be laying down with somebody that doesn't love you, that you would never have kids with, all, the whole shebang, period. However, I do think that at 30 and beyond, you should be thinking about that much more deeper. Um, and you should be very, men or female, um, or male or female, you should be very, you know, particular with who you choose to lay down with. Listen yeah. to outside so um maybe we could have a conversation on the next live about like promiscuity yeah um after your 30s how easy it is or casualness um it's just that i think i've talked about it many times before i like i don't mind having sex talk um it's a taboo topic and i feel like i'm kind of like nervous like I get nervous when I have to talk about that but I don't want it to get ratchet 
<laughs> sex sells, baby. Sex sells. I don't want to get it. I don't want it to get ratchet. So like, I, um, I know you do. Um, <laughs> so because that, it would be really hard to, it's going to be hard to shape that conversation and to make it very classy and informational versus just, just a ratchet, let's talk about our business. I don't want that at all. Look, let me tell you something. We, we spoke about this before. Sometimes you just got to let it. You can try to control it, but for the most part, if things are getting good, just go with the flow. Would you be willing to be the, the, the mediator of that conversation? So it wouldn't be me. It would just be you. Listen, if it's up to me, I'll let everybody talk about what they, whatever they want to talk about. I'll let them say what they want to say and yeah. then let everybody go off on the comments. So I'm going to have so, to be the mediator. Yeah. Um, and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. <laughs> um, that's not going to work. But I guess we can, we can do something like that. Um, that would be cool. I also wanted to have like an all-girl um, sex talk too because I wanted to talk about like trauma and um, same things, but just like we're all girls because I feel like sometimes it's easier for us to communicate when they... If there's any more, trying to see if there are any more uh, stories like Daphne shared. Shout out to my cousin Daphne Cherry with uh, Shitty Draws Chris. Uh, yo, Shitty Draws Chris. Shout out to him, yo. Because <laughs> he is, uh, that's one for the books. That's a story that she can tell her grandkids. Um, that's really crazy. Um, so I think our last topic of the evening, and this is like a complete 360, but Takashi69 is out of jail. And I don't even want to talk about him, but I want to talk about him because I'm actually really scared for his life right now. Um, I honestly think that he's going to be harmed really soon. And I'm really nervous. You will be. Huh? You will be. Yeah, I'm, I'm really scared because I just feel like he's playing with fire. Do you know what, you know why I'm saying this? And I mean, God rest his soul, but pop smoke was not in the same situation as Takashi, but he still ended up dead. Cause you know, there was people that, there's people that didn't like what he was doing or what it, or there was some kind of thing. There was some kind of um, cloud over his head and then people didn't like it. So they decided to take him out. So. But I thought with Pop Smoke, it was just like a robbery gone wrong. Was it a robbery? I thought it was. I thought it was just. They yeah. didn't take anything. Remember? Oh, maybe they didn't take anything. But I, you're right. But so it was probably hate. But I, I think he released his address by accident. Right. Okay. But but still, like. But they didn't so take anything. My point is, like, was there really a reason? Right. Right. You're right. But now, like, even though this is like. To me, is not a good enough reason, but yeah, people are taking this very seriously. Like, you know, these these street guys are taking it serious. Like, even there, there's a couple of celebrities that are, you know, putting their two cents into it. And they don't agree with what he did, and. Um, but you know, he's extremely smart. Like, not only does he do what he wants, says what he wants, he now has kind of like the backing of the government as like um, being a he's a like a, in the witness protection. Right. Um, so like he's doing, he's playing the game better than most, 
but I honestly feel like somebody is going to crack the code and I'm really, really scared for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. I hate to say it, but he, I, I don't, I don't think he, I hope he doesn't die, but there's going to be somebody that's going to find a way to harm him. Yeah, me too. I hope he doesn't die. But I think that that's, um, his whole situation is very um, indicative of how manipulative and how disgusting media can be. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he would not have um, the opportunity to do this if the media didn't pick up everything he did. We literally have the power and the, you know, we have the power to mute somebody if we want to. Right. And we're not muting him. We're just sensationalizing everything he does, um, even me, us by talking about it. Um, but we're sensationalizing everything he does and he's just going to keep doing it. Yeah. But no, like now that he's out, what is, what is he saying and doing now? He's making music. I believe his recent video that he did, um, it got like millions of views within like the first hour. Um, but he's also an idiot because, you know, just because everybody is running to something you're doing doesn't mean that they're a fan. Like, that's the, that's the world we live in now. Like, if people are just nosy, that doesn't mean they like you. So but he's an artist. I'm sorry, go ahead. He's a rapper. So is he supposed to stop doing what he what he's meant to do because he because the people don't agree with what he did? I don't know. If I was him, I think that even if you wanted to come back as an artist, I think that you know emerging like 48 hours after you you're released from prison is a little intense. I feel like he could have took a year off and just like chilled. I don't know what he's doing. Like he needs to, and most people in witness protection have to lay low. The internet has created this, like this weird dynamic of reality where you can actually be living low, but you could live out loud. Um, so it's, I don't know. I'm gonna pray for him though. He's just not scared. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah, I guess I'm pretty sure he is scared. I think I saw this post where somebody said he's scared out of his mind, but he's just choosing to project what he's projecting to like offset the fear. Right. Um so look man, Takashi, if you're scared, just just stay home, quarantine. He has to he doesn't have a, he doesn't have an option. Well, I'm saying you're saying he put out a a new video and shit, just don't do any of that. Yeah, I just feel like people are accommodating him for money. Like, I think the person who does his hair, like, does Megan Thee Stallion's hair. And I just, I don't know, how would you feel if your hairstylist chose to do Takashi 6ix9ine's hair? I think I would fire my hairstylist. Why? It's, it's business. Nah, I think I would just be like, you can't associate with that and me at the same time. Like, money can't mean that much to you. But he's probably getting a bag bag. But I wouldn't, I would be like, you gotta, I don't know. Either way, it's a name, like shit. You said Megan Thee Stallion? Yeah. So if Megan Thee Stallion, Takashi 6ix9ine, and, and um, uh, Nicki Minaj 
and whoever they have these are big names uh, you know on your portfolio you could say like i did these people's hair yeah like, but i wouldn't i wouldn't really knock i wouldn't i don't think well you personally you wouldn't want her to him or her to do their hair but or your hair but i would let them do my hair Fuck it. if they do if they do a good job i guess i i don't know I just feel like I want everybody to get their back, but I would just feel weird. But um, I think that's all we have to talk about today. Did you have anything specific you wanted to talk about? No. Before we leave? No, no. What's your final cogitation? I can't wait till I learn that word nicely to where I don't make it a dramatic thing every episode. <laughs> the funniest way to learn that word. <laughs> Oh God! Final thoughts. Damn. But I will say that um, you might have a point about us men. What you said earlier, you might. I always have a point. But I think I have a point too. What and is that? Is, and that is, we're just, we're just a little bit. We're just not, it was just, it's just natural where we're just, it's naturally, we're just not as open as you guys. I agree. I agree. I remember when Dolph was saying in the chat, like, don't be asking me all them questions. <laughs> you know, do you know um something? I think, was is there a way to show the comments when you record the live? Actually, you know, I was going to talk about that. I'm pissed because IG changed the settings. So really? now when you get off of the first one we did, the way the video saved, the comments were still in it. Right. Um, the, now they do it where when you save the live, it saves to your IGTV. And I guess they wanted to look a little professional, so they removed the comments. And it frustrates me because that made the first one, even watching it over, I think I watched that live like three times, and it was funny as hell. Right. Like reading the comments. But this one, it was just like, it wasn't as funny because I couldn't see what people were saying. Yeah, so if you missed if you missed the show, and then you know there are times where you were laughing, and it's like damn. Like, what's she laughing at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I hate that they do that. I need to figure out if there's an alternative, um, to like keep the, the um, the you know the comments. Were you were you recording from your phone? Was I on the live on my phone? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Maybe the alternative would be to do a screen recording. Or is that too much? That would be a bit much. All right, well, you know, I'm just I would to... have to screen record while I'm in the live the whole time. Okay. Um, um, okay, my final thoughts are, you know what? Sometimes, this don't even have nothing to do with the episode, but sometimes you got to walk away from things that do not serve you. And you know what? Walking away from things that do not serve you when they are bad, to me, that's very easy to do because, like, you have a reason. Like, you know, this is, this is horrible. But um, walking away from things that don't serve you when nothing is actually physically wrong with it, yo, that takes strength. And what I'll are you talking about? Where is it coming from? <laughs> Oh, I'm going through some things. <laughs> okay, well, now here's your time, you know, to, you know, let it No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. That's it. <laughs> 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 That's where that ends. 
So, Jesus. you know, just in life, it doesn't matter any aspect of life. You see how I do that? You see how I switch it up <laughs> and put every any aspect of life, whether it be, you know, work. It's easy. To, that. It's easy to leave your job when they decrease your pay and they're not treating you right. But is it easy to leave your job when you're at the top of the salary guide and the position is not one that you think serves you or your community? No, it's not. So that's the point that I'm making is that in every aspect of life, sometimes you really gotta assess. <laughs> Whatever you're talking about has nothing to do with your job. <laughs> and if it was a man that was on this show saying that thing, you'd be like, Come on, can you please just say it? Oh my God, I hate when you do that. No, I'm, I have y'all spirit in me right now. I'm being. <laughs> Yo, you're toxic. You're toxic. <laughs> that's all I'm saying is that, you know, you got to do what's best for you. And that's it. That's all I got for this episode. Damn, you really are toxic. That's crazy. I'm not toxic. I don't like that description. Please don't call me that. I'm, I'm very, I'm very non poisonous. Oh gosh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. And my name is Journey. Thank you for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. Have a great week. Um, to all the fellow Haitians that listen to this um, podcast, shout out to y'all. I hope y'all have a good day um, today um, and the rest of the month, I guess. And I think that's it. So Enjoy that unemployment. See you next week.